Hey Church, well, welcome to the message today. We're, we're finishing off the As God Moves series, and today we're looking at As God Moves, we are ambassadors for Christ. And that's coming from Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 to 20, and we're going to read it in a second. But I wanted to just set up the scene. So I'm not big on the news, I don't watch it a lot. I try not to watch it because it's quite depressing. But all you need to do is turn on the TV at the moment and we're hearing about the war in Russia invading the Ukraine. Uh, I watched it early on as it developed and, and I haven't seen much of it lately. But some of the images that I saw sort of still play in my mind. And I just, it's, it's just a horrific situation. It's just, it's a terrible situation that particularly Ukraine community uh, are in and I remember uh, hearing about one person who said they're living in a unit block and if they went outside they were shot at and it was almost like a warning shot and if they went out again they were actually shot at but if they stayed inside it was okay uh, there's other images of old ladies standing uh, a road across from a tank and just standing there just in protest, silent protest of what the Russians were doing. And I thought, this is, this is powerful. This is a, a standing firm in their own country uh, being invaded. And I know others have taken up arms and, and others have, have died for the cause to protect their country. And I know a lot of Russian, Russians have died as well. It's just an, it's an awful situation. But it's a battle, it's a war. And in Ephesians chapter six, we're reading about this battle. And it's not necessarily a, a violent battle with guns and tanks, but it is this spiritual battle going on. And I don't know about you, but just imagine that Australia was invaded and we were in that situation and we could hear the tanks coming down our street and we were shot at through, you know, if we walked out our front door. And it would be frightening, it would be scary. But I'm just wondering what I would do and what you would do in that situation. Would you would you fight back? Would you stand firm? Would you would you flee? Would you get out of there before it happens? There's there's so many, I guess, responses to what you would do in the situation. And quite frankly, I don't know what I would do. But here, I'm just setting us up to read this with this battle mentality because in Paul's writing of this letter, he gives us this, this image of being prepared for a battle. Let's read it together. Ephesians 6, and we're starting at verse 10 through to 20. It says this, the, uh, reading from the NLT and the heading says, the whole armour of God. A final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armour so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. Against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armour so, 
so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will stand. You will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on peace that comes from the good news, so that you will fully, so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit at all times and in every occasion. Stay alert. Be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. And pray for me too. Ask God to give me the right words so I can boldly explain God's mysterious plan that the good news is for the Jews and the Gentiles alike. I'm in chains now, still preaching this message as God's ambassador. So pray that I will keep on speaking boldly for him as I should. I wish I had a full um, Roman um, army get up so I could bring out the sword, I can bring out the shield, I can bring out the, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet, the shoes. I wish I had it all, but I don't. But right at the end there, right, it's talking about being, Paul talks about being an ambassador. But we can't get to that until we go through this, this body armour, being prepared. Because you can't be an ambassador for Christ until you have put on the uniform, so to speak. You know, Katie and I, in February, we went driving around the embassies. We were in camera and we thought, well, let's, let's have a look. We played a bit of a game and we picked the embassies based on the flags and even some of the cultural design of the architecture. Um, sometimes it was easy to pick, others it was difficult. And it was a fun game, to, you know, to try and pick the, um, the embassy or the, where the ambassador is for that country. Now, we know that an ambassador represents their country, but for us, I think a, a really good term to use is representative. If you're representing something, you are standing in that place. For instance, I brought my cricket cap. Emu Plains, very proud of my cricket club. We're the only ones that wear red caps, okay? And our team has won four years in a row, so I'm extremely <laughs> proud. And in saying that, I've brought along my cricket gear. Now, a number of years ago, I did this. And some people laughed and thought it was fun, and other people thought it was a good idea. So I'm going to bring it back. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hold up some of my cricket gear. Uh, the protection that it provides when I'm batting and I'm actually going to apply it to what's happening here in the Bible because as I said I don't have a Roman get up I don't have a sword or a shield or anything like that but I am a cricket player I represent Emu Plains and there's this opportunity for me to to show you some of the equipment and you've probably seen it on TV and, and played cricket before but you know what it's, it's a fun idea to, to have a look at what the Bible is saying through some um, visual effects, okay? So what we're going to start with is 
as the Bible talks about, the belt of truth. Now, playing cricket, I don't wear a belt. We just wear normal pants, whatever. But one of the most important protections <laughs> is the box. Okay? If you've ever been hit without the box, you know that you will never forget to wear the box. Okay? That is the, if I may say so, the box of truth. It's right in the middle. You do not want to get that wrong. Okay? The same with, the, with being in the truth. You do not want to be, um, the opposite of truth is lies. Who is the best um, ambassador for lies? Whose native language is lies? Is Satan. So God is asking us to put on truth right at the heart of where we might be attacked. Okay? Right. Second of all, after you've put on that, you want to put on the body armour of God's righteousness. Now, in cricket, um, some guys do wear um, chest guards. I don't. I wear it. We don't normally wear it at the smaller leagues that we're at. But I do have uh, a pad. Now, this pad brings a lot of protection. It see, it covers a, a lot of your leg, from your ankle to above your knee. And this is this often gets hit at least once a game. Uh, and protects your legs from being hit. Now, if you've ever been hit with a hard leather cricket ball on your legs, it hurts. So this brings great protection. The same with righteousness. We put on the righteousness of God. We're protecting ourselves. Now, the, the breastplate normally covered the, the main organs. And that's what, I guess, for cricket, that protects the main thing that's probably going to get hit is your legs. We want to hang on to and protect the righteousness that is being given to us through God. Okay, so we've got the truth, we've got the righteousness, and now the shoes. Now I've got these cricket shoes, they've got a bit of grass on there, sorry about that, but the spikes. So when we play on um, the turf wickets, the grass wickets, we've got a bit of extra grip, okay? So you want to be able to stand firm on when you're playing cricket. If you're not wearing the spikes, you seem to slip over. Okay? So the same here. God is asking us to, to put on the shoes of peace that come with the good news. This Bible is full of good news. And we want to stand firm on it. And like I was saying before about the images I saw about the Ukrainians standing firm. It was just a powerful image. And God wants us to stand firm against Satan. He doesn't want us to flee. He doesn't want us to back down. He wants us to stand firm. Okay. Now the next one, where are we going? The shield of faith. Now in cricket, you don't have a shield. So I had to improvise. And I'm going with the gloves. Let me get the gloves out here. So the gloves go on your hand, obviously protect, there's a lot of padding protection. Uh, again, often get hit. But if these represent faith, then I love the fact that they go hand in hand with the, uh, with the bat. And I've got the bat out here. So when you're, obviously you're holding the bat with your gloves and the bat represents the word the sword, the spirit. 
so which is the word of god okay so they go hand in hand and you know that for yourselves when you're um looking to be strengthened by the word your it increases your faith and when your when your faith is strong it's encouraged and enriched by the word they go hand in hand and so the same with if you had a shield and a sword you would use them together you would defend an attack and you could even use the sword to to defend as well like when jesus was in the desert and satan came to attack him and three times he said it is written it is written it is written he is using the sword to defend against satan we know in the end satan gives up and, and gets out of there so and i almost forgot the helmet of salvation so to protect our thoughts, protect our mind, knowing that we are saved by Christ, we put on that helmet. And if you've ever been hit in the head with a cricket ball, you know that a helmet is vital piece of uh, equipment to protect you. Now you might think, oh, this is a bit crazy, Brad. You brought out your cricket gear and, and um, you're attaching it with Ephesians. Yeah, exactly, exactly what I'm doing. But if you are not fully prepared for battle, then how are you going to fight? And then you might think, well, you might be like a bit of a pacifist or you're not into violence. I'm not into violence. But the word of God is telling us to be prepared. Now, also, we need to know that our enemy is not going to let, let, um, let us off easy especially if we're calling ourselves ambassadors for christ we are number one targets for satan you know in, uh, in peter where it says uh he's like a lion um, roaring you know looking for someone to devour he's ready and i i remember hearing someone say um satan is satan is our number one enemy of course but you you can't take him lightly because he knows where you live. He knows who you hang out with. He knows your activities, your favorite TV shows. He knows you because he's watching you because you're a target for him. You're interfering with what he wants to happen, especially if you're putting on this, this armor and especially if you're standing firm and saying that you're an ambassador for Christ, then you're a target. And you can't say that you're not prepared. You need to be prepared because he's coming after you. And it's funny, bouncing off what Scott said last week about humility. I think we go to the battlefield with humility. And there's a story, I remember, of, of David and going up against Goliath. One of the, the biggest battle scenes of the Bible. You've got this giant fully probably fully kitted out with all the armor he could have and you have david and before david went out he was actually given um, the king's armor and i remember the story as a kid oh, i remember it really really well i always thought that it was too big and too heavy for david he was only a young boy and he he couldn't couldn't move in it it wasn't it wasn't sort of designed like cricket stuff, you know, like where you could move and protect 
So he went out with a sling and picked up five stones from the riverbed. And he defeated, he defeated Goliath. And it's interesting that he almost, for David, he's turned down the armour. But what Paul's saying here is he's flipping it. He's saying, you need to take it up. You're ready for it now. Put it on and stand firm. And if I want to turn for uh, for the cricket term about, there's this section about prayer. It goes on about praying every occasion. Pray all the time. Be persistent in your prayer. It's, it's not letting up about prayer. It's, it is, for me, it's like cricket practice. You've got to practice and practice and practice with all the gear on, ready to go. So when you are in battle, when you are on the field, you are ready to go. And it's the same for church, for circumstances in life, whatever it might be. Pray, 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 pray and pray. And you can't, I don't think you can get enough of prayer. But it's about being persistent in your prayer life. And then we come to being an ambassador. Now, the, the um, definition of an ambassador is a person who represents, speaks for, advertises for a particular organisation, group of people, activity or brand. And I think we are all ambassadors for Christ. When we've put this armour on, when we've come into the battlefield with humility knowing we're not fully equipped to fight except for God has given us the equipment and Christ has given us the spirit. It is through Jesus Christ that we are being saved. He's already won the victory. He's already won the war. But what he's asking us here, Paul is directing us, is to stand firm and put on the armour and to be ready to fight and to be ready to defend and to be ready to stand firm. We've got to be ready and you've got to have the whole armour on. If you have one piece missing, normally that's where you're going to get hurt because Satan knows what's going on. But being an ambassador is having the equipment on, having the hat on, having the badge on, having represent God in who you are and how you act. It's got to speak volumes of you being an ambassador. You can't be an ambassador if you don't have the gear or if you don't have the flag or you don't, if you're not representing anything. You, uh, ambassador is representing Christ. You see what I'm saying here? We've gone from all we've learnt through Ephesians. We've seen what Christ has done. And now we've got to the point where we're putting on this armour, going out to battle. And the final words of Paul in this book, he says, pray for me because I'm an ambassador. And he's going to keep speaking from whatever um, position he's in, whether it's in jail or wherever it might be, he's going to keep being an ambassador for Christ. Isn't that the same for us? We're, we're representing Christ. So how do we do that? How do we honestly do that? And that is by putting on this armour and it's going out and living it out. And so people know, oh, Brad, he's, he, he lives for Christ. Oh, Katie, she lives for Christ. I see it in her. Oh, I, she doesn't have to wear, um, you know, a hat that says, I'm for Jesus, I'm an ambassador for Christ. 
it flows through her. The love flows through her. I love how Mark wears the shirts though. You know, Jesus is amazing because even just doing that and people coming up to him and, and saying, oh, you know, making conversation about Christ, straight away he has to be an ambassador because he's representing Christ. Now, we don't have to wear the T-shirts, but I'll tell you what, we do have to live it out. Otherwise, people won't know who, who we represent. People won't know which team we play for. You know, like I said about Emu Plains, we're the ones with the red caps. No one else has got red caps, so you know we're Emu Plains. So what are you representing? That's what I'm trying to say. What are you representing? Are you representing Christ? Then let's see it. Live it out. Put on this armour. Be protected. Because God wants you to be protected. But he also wants you to live out your life and to bring glory to him. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your love, your generosity, your protection. And as we uh, push forward in being ambassadors for you, as we speak up for you, as we live out lives bravely for you, help us to stand firm. Help us to put on the armour. Help us to live it out. And help us to represent you well. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.